Well, uh, let's revisit this index that your team compiles, which is e-commerce and online inflation. We've talked about it before, but just remind us how you calculate that. Absolutely. So our Adobe Analytics platform uh, is essentially allowing us to look at the total online market, uh, the retail landscape. And as we're looking across these products, this, this vast aggregated data set, uh, we're able to kind of look at how products are moving and shifting across different categories, and then the prices that are associated to them and how they're fluctuating as, you know, the pandemic and all these seasonal trends impact the data. Okay, and right now on an annual basis, how's it look? So looking annually for July, we're about 3.1% uh, up year over year in, okay. as we look at total online inflation for that for that we've been looking at you know previous years performance um, especially pre-pandemic era uh, online inflation and those prices used to come down at around four percent each year so this is quite noteworthy for us is what what the trends that are coming out of the pandemic are showcasing to us okay so three and a uh, 3.1 percent to your point here you know is a lot higher than what the trend was, because over time, these prices have generally fallen. You've got a chart that looks at uh, this index, digital price index DPI versus our traditional CPI. I mean, this is a very uh, powerful message about what e-commerce has, has done for pricing, but uh, maybe bottomed out here. Yeah, so I think the, the, the question around, you know, how it's going to fluctuate as these pandemic forces continue to impact supply chain and logistics has been something we've been watching pretty closely because you, you want to see different categories and how they're performing. And with online, there's a lot of adoption of purchasing categories like electronics. You think about computers. These types of categories see a lot of over-indexing in terms of purchasing online. And the sort of innovation that has typically come out of those categories has driven prices down for that category. And overall, inflation online has been dictated by that. Mm. But then as these sort of shortages, these supply chain issues, um, start to hit these categories, we then start to see this deflation that's been pretty typical start to slow and we start to see inflationary forces take hold. Perhaps the most uh, egregious change and shift uh, among categories, I'm looking at the category breakdown, is clothing. Apparel on average between 2015 to 2019 was declining a percent a year and it was up 15% annually. So just to be clear, this is the price of these particular, is it it's same item comparisons or is this like the average price of a, a ticket in this category? Uh, do we know that the prices of the goods are actually going up or are people buying higher ticket items for the first time online? So we're looking at average prices for these categories and as, as a sort of uh, it's a sort of consolidated subset of, of categories um, and products that fall within them. You mentioned apparel. That's a category that typically sees a lot of seasonal change. Um, as you'd imagine, products that are, you know, uh, clothing that's designed for the winter is gets really, um, you know, uh, sort of uh, the discounting is pretty high on that as you're coming out of the winter season and then summer summer clothing spikes up now what was interesting with the pandemic hitting early in march last year and as that uh, sector has seen uh, continued disruptions in terms of supply chain is that 
these sort of seasonal price changes that became a little more predictable start to see um, interruptions and fluctuations that are atypical. Mm. And that becomes a factor of the supply that these, these uh, retailers have available to you know, uh, sell to uh, the public for. And uh, Vivek, in terms of the short-term changes, the one thing that I do think is uh, maybe noteworthy here is that the month over month in June was 0.6%, which edges out the CPI, which was 0.5%. So a slight uh, more kind of heat up than what we got in the latest reading, I should say, uh, for CPI. But they're pretty close. So it seems that if we've got supply chain issues in one part of the economy, this is showing up also in online. What about uh, the potential for sustainability in this trend? Uh, because the, the one thing here I wonder that might be different for some of our traditional products is, again, that historical decline that for so long, it, it seems like, uh, you know, just thinking about trends, when something like that is stopping and slowing, do we go back to that? Or did we finally just reach a bottom basically for how low e-commerce could cut prices? So that, that's a great question, and there are kind of a, a number of factors that are kind of, uh, you know, clashing with each other in terms of how that falls out. So w one of the main things that we're really seeing as we look at supply is sort of an out-of-stock notification metric, and those that mm. that out-of-notification uh, out of out-of-stock notification rate is about five times higher than it was pre-pandemic. Wow! So these supply issues are still persisting. So in order to kind of see how things net out in a sort of post-pandemic environment and how much things return back, a lot of those issues I think will have to be managed and. Um, addressed and then as you kind of move through that period we can then start to see you know incremental adoption of online has always been the case even pre-pandemic um, and then the pandemic drove these sort of forcing functions that got people thinking well you know i i don't typically buy something like grocery online i'm definitely going to buy it you know now because i'm very concerned and this is talking like March, April time period last year, a little bit in the in the winter and October, November time frame. So when that happens, you start to see a little more of a convergence in terms of offline and online prices. But that's always been pretty incremental pre-pandemic mm. and um, pretty gradual. Uh, that's the trajectory we expect could return if a lot of these supply chain issues get addressed and then we can start to see uh, a more of a sort of equilibrium around the, the demand and then the supply that's available from an online perspective.